Welcome back. It's Black Sports 980. I'm your host, Laws. We're in the building. Uh, we got final, not even the final four, the finals of the NCAA finally wrapped up. We got Ed talk a little Adrian Broner. Talk a little, we ain't talking about this. Sorry, what is this man bumped him? Uh, opening day for the Nats. Uh, what else we got on tap? Um, uh, Warriors, you know, a whole bunch of stuff, but get things started. Last night, there was national championship for the NCAA. Uh, game was Villanova versus UNC. And I went to sleep at halftime. Yeah, I was trying to stay up as best as I could. I was struggling, dog. The game was good. Jones started out. Was, it was like a back and forth game. You know, and, and it was very entertaining, opposed to what a lot of people thought it was. It wasn't going to be entertaining. But then I would, I, I just start thinking about like how I got to get up in the morning, and I was like, let me go ahead and get in this bed. And so I go to sleep, and then I wake up to use the bathroom, and like sometimes I just like check like Instagram or Twitter. Trying to go length of the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. The national champions with Jenkins hitting the winner at the buzzer. Watch this. And the I see these Bamas hit a last game winning shot. The jump went down to the wire and everything. I was like, dang, young. Like, maybe I should have stayed up for the jump. But, uh, did y'all? Did any of y'all catch the game? Did y'all watch the jump? Nah, I didn't. I didn't catch it. I saw the the ending though. I saw that part, which was pretty amazing. How that how that shot went down. But yeah, I didn't see the game. Yeah, Aaron, did you watch it? You stay up later later than anybody because you don't get up to it. I was <laughs> I was getting ready to watch week. the game, yeah. and then uh-huh. I saw uh, with five minutes to go, I was like North Carolina down nine. I was like, this game over. So I I didn't even turn the journal. What? Bro, I'm out, man. I niggas tripping. Missed a heck of a finish. Though a heck of a finish. So, for those that don't know, the Bama uh, uh, Chris Jenkins from Upper Marlboro, Gonzaga zone, uh, hit a hit a three ball at the end to just win the job. It was a tie game with 74 up at the at the end of the game. It was like four seconds left, and it's just like you know what I'm saying. I mean, just like one of them epic plays where the dude comes down, uh, the point guard. What is the Bama name? Dianaka? R.C. Anaka Joe? What is Bama's name? R.C. R.C. The point guard dribbles the Joan up, like up the sideline, and he like kind of does like a little back shovel pass to Chris Jenkins. And then, you know, he has space because the pass like leaves the defender's like kind of away from him and he just has a clean look and just pulls up. Look like me in my heyday. The way that <laughs> jump just went clean just right to the bottom of the net. And I mean, of course, the, the stadium erupted. Joe was so epic and they got the they got the W and like, I know UNC, Roy Williams, he blown. Everybody was blown on UNC, though. No, they put the uh, the Jordan cry meme face over everybody. Just the whole hilarious. Style. I just, I mean, it just would never go out of style. That little Jordan meme jump. Yeah. And the creativity that people be coming up with. I didn't, 
like they had this one jump where they had like all the people all the stand all the people uh the fans in the stands around jordan had the little mean face and then they just had jordan regular face the jump was hilarious though like i was just like <laughs> they just be cooking this man dog i got he has to know that he's like a like a like a default meme for anything that happens <laughs> sad or any like disappointing. Yeah, any fail, he's the meme. Any fail, like he's the <laughs> default jump. Yeah, so that, that that jump was crazy. The game was crazy. I mean, the thing is, man, like, is there anything, I, I, I have a hard time staying up for like, like, you know, any kind of sports for real past like 9.30, cause I gotta get up too early. Be messing around with these Bama's all late at night watching these games especially when you know in like basketball they start the game at 10 30. man who gonna watch that jump at 10 30. right so yeah man so I, I i i caught the highlights in the morning saw that uh villanova won um you know congrats to them big ups to villanova i don't think nobody picked them on the brackets um all the brackets i had people had michigan state people had unc I mean, I had UNC winning the whole jump, and I mean, Cuz just hit a clutch shot, so that was it. But uh, now, what happened to your bracket? What happened to your bracket at the end? Did it? Did no, it my bracket was garbage disposal. Dog, put that jump in. <laughs> put that jump in the trash shoot. The jump when you live in a high rise building, you put the jump in the trash shoot. <laughs> no chance, dog. <laughs> no chance, yeah. I, the thing is, if UNC would have won, it'd have put me like in maybe like fourth place in the whole, or maybe like fourth or fifth place in the brackets. But I mean, I lost too many games early on that hurt me at the end of the bracket, Jones. So I mean, and then and then into my bracket, ain't nobody picked Villanova. Like I don't think anybody picked Villanova. I mean, everybody really. This is a team that was wildly overlooked and to some degree you can call them an underdog because nobody really picked them um and all the brackets i was in nobody picked villanova i mean yeah after watching them i'm like they're a good squad dog they, they, their guards are good they're a really good team um so i mean shout out to them you know they got that w um moving ahead I know we coming up on the draft. Ain't the draft like at the end of this month? Yep. Yes, it is. No, I'm so boosted. I remember when the draft was like in May or like close to June. Remember when the draft was like, it What's was like worse. It, yeah, it was. That jump used to blow my life, dog. Cause I felt like it was an eternity. You just waiting, see what your team gonna do. But now we got the draft at the end of this month. So word on the street is that Titans are the, the Tennessee Titans who have the number one pick in this year's draft are fielding uh, teams interest for that number one pick and so if you're the Titans at number one do you even do you even consider giving that number one pick up or do you just like you just rock with it because the, the Titans ain't good they job sorry for real so if you That's stay right. at the one you're going to get a, like a premier talent added to your team. So what do you do? I say you, you definitely try to trade it. I mean, three and thirteen—that means you're trash. You worth the money. So you got the first pick. You need as much help as possible. And to me, you would definitely. Now the the GM said that a team to move to that spot 
would need to give up a king's ransom. So I don't know what that is. I don't know what if is a king's ransom though. Exactly. I don't know what that's that is exactly. Four number ones. What is, what is a king? I mean, I mean the the Giants gave up a lot to get Eli. They gave up a king's ransom. Uh, the Redskins gave up a lot to get RG three. So maybe something like that. You know, you're you're number one now and your second round, and then your future number one. Maybe your future like second round. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. He means by that. You know, giving up so like, what, four so draft picks. How many? What's was it? How many? draft picks would you trade the number one you the gm of the titans how many draft picks you gotta get what you gotta get what's what's the minimum you gotta get in order to get that that number one up so we can kind of see what a team has to do to get that number one i mean where you coming from that's the big question yeah see yeah that jump the the further the jump the more you gotta give up man you gotta give up two baby mothers and and, 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 and some teddy grams if you come, if you come after, after pick 15 on that job two baby uh, mothers and some teddy grams I'm trying to tell you like, you can't you can't get that job you can't get no okay so let's let's say let's say who what the the uh, 49ers they they what pick they the seven pick. I think Seven. Okay, so let's say let's say you're the 49ers, right? You you in the top ten, but you trying to move up because I mean you Chip Kelly don't like Colin Kaepernick, which is a rumor that they don't like him and they trying to like get a quarterback anyway. So let's just say 49ers is throwing their bid in the hat and they like yeah I'm trying to go from wherever they picking at I don't know if it's seven or five or whatever to try to get to one. Yeah, what they number, gotta give up? They, I mean, they're number seven right now, and according to there's a there's a draft trade chart that they have on. Uh, I forgot the website, but oh, it's, it's uh yeah, it's CBS Sports or whatever. And basically, what they had was the number one pick being worth like three thousand points, right? So number seven is worth fifteen hundred points. So they would need to match that three thousand to get to number one, just according to this chart. So mm-hmm. to me, that would be this year's obviously you switch this year's pick and you may have to give up your second round pick in their future number one uh, next year to move to that number one spot from number seven so that that's two number ones and one two and one two yeah to, to, to even get to the value of being able to move up to that first spot right but keep in mind that, go ahead go ahead go ahead Aaron. but keep in mind what the Redskins gave up to go from six to two so I think that also kind of nullifies the chart and kind of requires you to um, add even more into that. You're right because I think that's what that what they were saying. They were they, basically he was saying, "Look, probably like squash the chart. Y'all gonna have to give up more than what the chart says in terms of value to get to this number one spot because they know that if you're going to number one, it's always going to be a quarterback that you want, and people value quarterbacks. If you want that QB, you gonna have to give up a lot to get to that number one spot." Like Aaron said, he's right. The chart may just go out the window, bro. He may want first, second this year and first, second next year. Honestly. And the first the year after that is... <laughs> no. Because you're swapping draft, this year. This so draft, it's not like... This ain't draft day the movie. But you're swapping. <laughs> so you saying, you saying you got to give him two this year, two next year, and then the third year, a number one? But you got to remember they're swapping picks. So even though they're giving up the number one, they're getting the seven this year. So it's not okay. like they're getting a pick. That's just a swap. A yeah, move still from one to seven. Yeah, they're still on the uh, Okay. Yeah, bro. That jump. Uh, and there's I only mean, one quarterback in this draft class that's 
that I that's think worthy of the swap. Right. So whoever gets that one quarterback, everybody else is just like a, a Hail Mary to get whoever the guy you're going to make a project or something. Well, I guess it depends on who you ask. And, uh, I mean, that's the... Draft golf if you want. <laughs> you be you be the GM. If you GM and you drive golf, you be playing golf. You gonna be back, back at number seven next year. Protection green. Protection green. I'm playing nine holes. You out of a job drafting that bum? Be over yeah, quick, dog. Yeah, Wentz is the only Bama that makes sense. Wentz makes sense. Yeah, go ahead, coin that phrase. Go ahead, get that jump. Uh, Patton. Wentz makes sense. Cause yeah, if you but dog, you can't you can't do that to your franchise, dog. You can't you can't move up to number one and get him by potentially five or six picks, you know, in futures or whatever. Like, and then this Bama come out and be uh oh, what was the dude that came out with Philip Rivers was there? Oh, what's his name? Yeah. Nah, not Eli. The bad one. Ryan Lee. Uh, yeah. Ryan Lee. That's Peyton. Oh yeah, that's Peyton. That's Peyton. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't get the bad man and he be Ryan Leaf, dog. I'm sorry. Like, can't do that. You better make sure. You better do a blood test and <laughs> uh, and just put that hook that bad up to the machine. Do a cyborg test. Everything. You better make sure if you're gonna give that up because. I mean, your success as a coach, as a franchise, is going to be tied to whoever it is. Yeah, to this. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna tell you this right now. You put it in perspective. The Giants gave up. They swapped picks. They swapped quarterbacks. Philip Rivers for Eli. They gave up their third round pick that year, their future first round pick and fifth round pick. Now, on the other side of that, the Redskins gave up. They obviously got RG right, so they swapped first rounds, and they gave up the next three first round picks so and a second round so you just don't know and a third and a third yeah. so, you don't, so you just don't know I mean, but, but yeah but like even with the Giants they could have they could have kept uh, Phillip Rivers Phillip Rivers and Ben Straight I mean I know I know the whole thing Batman didn't want to be there and all that type of situation whatever but I'm just saying that all that aside they're both good quarterbacks they're both like upper echelon quarterback so yeah, even if y'all would have just stayed and not and not gave away your whole you know what I'm saying all those draft pieces y'all did y'all have been straight that's what I'm saying like it's only it's only if y'all only get a pass because Eli brought championships yeah, to chip. the franchise to the right. organization you know what I'm saying the chips that nullify that clear everything out you know what I'm saying you could give up your whole your whole offense line you could give up anything if you get two championships it it really it clears the debt, like you know what I'm saying. It's debt reset when you get championships. So, y'all was good off of that, but this is a different situation, young. Like, I think if you, it's it's just too risky, dog. It's too risky. It's too risky. Let me ask y'all um, this: Do y'all believe Carson Wentz is gonna be like that dude in the NFL if he were to go to San Francisco or say like uh, another bad team that can move is like Cleveland? Dallas or Philly because they're all in the top 10. If he ends up in Dallas with that O-line. You think he'll cook? Yeah, I mean, I think he has a, he's not, to me, uh, Andrew Luck, uh, RG3 type of guarantee player um, from that draft, but I feel like he has the potential to be like maybe two, three years down the road 
like an Aaron yeah. Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers. Or Philip Rivers type. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I see the same thing. Like, I I could see him, like, down the road being like Aaron Rodgers. I see, like, if he came in straight, I see him like a Matt Ryan-ish type of. No, don't back, say that. That's not good. That's not good. I mean, no, I'm just, I'm saying Matt Ryan can, he can run a franchise and he can play the position. Right you know what I'm draft. saying? Like, you ain't. You ain't, but you ain't worried about the Bama like. Okay, you're right. I know what you're saying. He's ready to learn the yeah, game. He, like, he can, he's a, he's, he can quarterback a team. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, Would you give up three number back? ones from Matt Ryan though? Would you give up three? Heck, heck no. Heck no. But it's the thing. Let's say let's say he comes in as a rookie and he give you Matt Ryan production. You're gonna be boosted because at least you could be like, okay, like this promise here, especially in this rookie season in the second year, but by the third year, the Batman need to be Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that. I mean, he has the potential to be that. He got a rocket arm, he can make all the throws, he got decent wheels, and I mean, that's half the battle, though. Football is definitely hard. he's definitely much more physically gifted than Matt Ryan. We'll say that. I understand what you're saying about being adequate and you know he can come in right away, pick everything up and and you have a guy who can kind of be the face of your franchise from the beginning. But from talent aspect, he got an arm, he got wheels, like you said. It's just, he's a little different in that aspect. Because when you say Matt Ryan to me, that's just like, I just see trash can. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, man. I, I. I know what you, I know what you mean, though. I know what you mean in terms of that, like coming in. But do you, I think that Cleveland should move. I mean, Cleveland's number two. They're right there so, on the door, but they may be scared that somebody could leapfrog them or they could be happy saying, hey, look, if we don't get Wentz, we'll go ahead and get golf. I mean, I mean, so, so, so this down. is the thing. What what do you do? If you're Cleveland, you almost you you have one chip that's better than all, all your adversaries. The fact that you're the second pick that if you swap, you know what I'm saying? Like if you swap and you be like, all right, we'll give you first and second, and you kind of make those 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 deals and you swap the, the picks, like it's likely that Brown's gonna be some trash again next year. So the team is not really like they're not really losing that much if they don't if they you know what I'm saying by like taking it down. Now I guess in order to make it worth your while, you might have to like backload some picks. So you might have to be like, yeah, let me get let me get. Uh, action number three or action number right. four. You know what I'm saying? To try yeah. to like compensate for it because you're not really doing that much as far as movement on the front end. But but like if 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 I'm Tennessee, um, you know what I'm saying, I might want to field teams or like listen to offers from teams later or further back. Right, because you get yeah, you get better. Than the Browns, like Browns would be my last go-to moves. Like, all right, if we can't, we'll just talk to them. We'll just cite to like Ragabams is after wins, which they probably are. But you know, if you don't like where you're moving, or if you don't like some of the offers, that's probably like you could probably get away with getting something from them, like making that call. Like, yeah, man, we getting calls. That phone been ringing all day, bro. Like, what y'all want to do? And then they could probably get something out of it that could help their team too. Because uh, really, Titans and the Cleveland ain't in the same boat. They need players. I mean, they're not in the same boat as far as their franchise is concerned. Because Tennessee at least has a quarterback that they can they can build around. But but they they both need players, though. Both teams are suffering uh, terribly with the with the lack of talent on their their roster. So I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Now, word on the street is the LA Rams is talking about trying to move up. Shoot, they got um, a long way to go. 
Yeah, they got a long way to go. Where the Rams they were? They're 15. They're number 15. Oh, yeah. Where's Philly at? Philly is picked. Number, but... number eight. Okay, so Philly, word on the street, Philly, you know, playing, you know, trying to get in there, slide in there, and the Rams, and then the Rams are at 15. Yeah, they're going to have to give up, like, the future. They gonna ha- yeah, they're going to have to give up the future, dog. <laughs> and that, how ironic would that be after they done, they done collected a King's Ransom for the Redskins and then to turn around and give a King's Ransom right back in order to... And the thing is, I can see it happening because Jeff Fisher knows he about to be out of here if he don't turn this this thing around and sometimes when you desperate times call for desperate measures and i mean we've seen more crazy stuff happen so i wouldn't even be all that surprised if they if they we 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 looking at the ticker at the bottom and it says the la Rams have traded them for the first pick and they did that that'd be crazy and they don't know what they're doing with the draft picks anyway to get all those first round picks and still be sorry I say just give them away because you're not picking the right people, clearly. <laughs> I mean, they picked they pick Donald Brown. He He's a monster. He was a monster. That's one guy out of... They did, did they take him with the first, one of the first-round picks? Yeah, he was. He was first-round. I remember I wanted the Giants to draft him. They didn't. They got him, and he cooked. But we got Odell that year, so I can't be mad. So. Yeah, what? he's a cook. <laughs> so what, what about... So let's say Dallas get him. Let's say Dallas move up and get him. Does that what happens to Tony Romo? Is that the like bye bye, see you later, Tony? Or no, no, you let him sit. Yeah, that quarterback will sit. Uh, But can you move? Can this? Can you move up? That that sounds counterproductive to me. How I'm gonna move up and give away some of my like future to get closer to then have a Bama just sit? It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. Like you know what I'm saying? Like. But well, Dallas is already a really good team. The only reason they're in that position that they're in is because Tony Romo and Dez got hurt. So how often are you going to have a chance to be, to have, I guess, um, a top five stuff, Right. Uh, tools that you can use to move up to number one to get a franchise quarterback if that's how you see Carson Wentz. Like, it's not going to happen very often. The same thing with the Spurs with uh, Tim Duncan. Like, they already had uh, David Robinson, but something fluke happened. Somebody gets hurt, and you at the top of the draft. You got to use... You know what I mean? You got to take advantage. Mm. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. I mean, Dallas, like like Aaron said, I, the main reason they were sorry last year is because of Romo. When Romo went down, that was it. That that season went down to tubes. You guys can point the finger at him. You you can talk about the vacation, and if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. And if they have an opportunity to go to number one and if they really love Carson Wentz, that's the key. I mean, you saw, what was it, yesterday they had six quarterbacks come in for, uh, to look at last um, this, yesterday. So they obviously are looking at quarterback and they're targeting the quarterback. It's just a matter of do they put Wentz that much higher above the rest in terms of his draft grade? If they think he's going to be that great, then they will go out and do like an RG3 or an Eli Manning and try to just go out and just get him, do everything, put everything in, put all the chips on the table and thinking that he'd be that next guy for him. That's what I'm thinking. But if they don't view him like that, then they might just stay pat at number four and hope God falls to them or they'll get somebody in the second round, whoever that may be. Please, please don't do golf that early. Please. <laughs> the whole, I mean, so, so let's say, let's say, Let's say, let's say uh, the uh, Browns go ahead and they snag wins. Let's just say they stay at two. 
mm-hmm. the uh, Titans go ahead and snag the, the left tackle. Right. Who everybody's raving about. Then then you got Wentz off the board. Then who's next? Who Who's the next quarterback that you take? Golf? I would take Connor Cook over golf, honestly. But I think golf is going to be the next guy. Yeah, Unless somebody so. jumps up like they did with EJ Manuel and pulls something out of the hat that like nobody that was, was crazy. expecting. That was but, crazy. Yeah. But golf, I just, I see him, he just has bus written all over him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Now, let's, let's say this. Let's say, let's say the left tackle doesn't get put off to pick first. Let's say yeah. the Titans go ahead and get Jalen Ramsey and, and shake up the dice. And mm, go and get Jalen Ramsey. If, but this is the thing, though. Jalen Ramsey, he had a little interview, and the was like, I'm the best buyer in the draft. And the way he said it, like, I believe him. <laughs> like, like, yo, the Bama said it with so much conviction. He said it like, 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 dog, like, I, I'm not even trying, like, this is just, I'm not even trying to gas you. Like, I'm the best buyer out here. Like, y'all I'm tripping. just working. I'm just, yeah, like, y'all tripping. Like, like I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing my workouts. And he was like, the dude was asking, like, do you have anything to prove whatever? He was like, what? Like, no. Like, I don't have nothing to prove to y'all. Like, I already proved that, I, you know what I'm saying, what I'm about. And, you know what I'm saying, I'm competitive. And woo, woo, woo. I was like, bruh, you, I was like, man, yeah, you the best buy man in the draft. You know, I'm convinced. Because the way he was talking, it was just like, just wait and see. Like, that wait and see. Like, you think I'm playing games out here. Like, just wait and see. So, do you do you think any of these teams, like at the, at the top, I'm talking about like in the top three, make switch switch the game up and 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 get Jalen? Yeah, I th- I think the Chargers will definitely do it. The Chargers need so much help on defense that I, I can definitely see them going after Ramsey at number three, um, either Ramsey or Buckner. But I, I think. Ramsey, what he did the pro day and the combine and on film, I think I can definitely see the Chargers going with him at number three, without a doubt. Cause they need the they need the help. They just lost what's his name? Patrick Robinson, yeah. I believe, to the Colts. So they need cornerback. And they, they lost safety. uh they safety. Eric too. Yeah, Eric Weddle. Yeah, Weddle. Right Ravens, right? Was it the Ravens? Yeah, the Ravens. So <clears throat> they need the help in the secondary, and he would be a great addition to them. So I can see him going as early as third round pick. I, can't, I mean, number three. I can't see him going to Cleveland. Yeah, they're gonna cartwheel to the board and take Jeremy uh, Laramie Tunsil if he's still on the board or two. Yeah, so that's out of the question. Yeah, so I mean, that's what I'd look at. So let me ask you a question real quick, Aaron. You said that you you rather have Connor Kirk. What do you think about Paxton Lynch? From um, I mean, I think he's solid, but. To me, it's a huge drop off after, after wins. Everybody's a crapshoot to me. I'm not. I don't even think Connor Cook is that great. But if I'm gonna take a guy who's the nigga only lost. I mean, he only lost like five <laughs> games <laughs> his whole college career. The Bama like thirty, like thirty three and five or something in his college career as a starter. And the Bama just has like a low completion percentage. That's why he's not being projected as a higher pick. Oh, but, okay. I mean, I'm taking him six four two twenty. 33 wins, like five losses in his whole career. I'm taking him. Harold, what do you think? How early do you think Rams can go, Harold? Like, what do you think, though? Like, you think- oh, he can go number one, though. He can go number one. He can go number one. But it, 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 as far as quarterbacks is concerned, like I said, like, I, I like 
You love Wentz winning. Wentz in my book is number one. <laughs> I died and seen the back. I say, you, it's just, it's just when you see fresh. certain things. Like, yeah. you just see, like, Bama's put zip on the ball, and then you see, you see him, like, his wheels, just his ability to just make plays quickly. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, he has the it factor to me. Yeah, like, when I see Aaron Rodgers and I see some of these quarterbacks that just, you know, it's just natural to them how they just throw the ball and they can just throw the joint on the rope and just, he has that. Now, all the, you know, when it, what happens when you got, you know, a 265 linebacker that run 4-4 chasing you down now, that might change everything. Who knows? But just from the tapes, he looks the part. Oh, he looks the part. He got the height. He got the, you know, the build. Um, the stature, all that that you want to see, he got it. I mean, after him, it's a big drop off. Like I'm with, I'm with, uh, I'm with Aaron on that. I mean, after that, I like, I like Connor Cook. I like Paston Lynch, but I mean, when you think in total package at the quarterback position, once is at the top of my board. But when I'm thinking like the best player in the draft, young, I be- I told you, I believe Jalen Ramsey. Like, if I was a GM. And you know, if I'm the Browns, if you if you if I can't get Carson Wentz, if I can't like ensure that I'm gonna get Carson Wentz, right? You know what I'm saying? Or let's say I stay I stay at number two, and somebody leapfrogs me, and they go to number one, and they like take Carson Wentz, then I'm getting Jalen Ramsey, no doubt about it. Like I'm just going. That's that's going to have to be my move. Even with that old. Even right. with the O line, dog, because but because you, the tackle, the tackle, is, he's great, dog. The tackle will come in, and you know, <laughs> but he not gonna, he not gonna, he not gonna be a game changer, dog. You need game changers, young. I'm sorry, like uh, a safety corner, like somebody who can get the ball turnovers, call turnovers, change the 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 mentality of the defense. Like you need that, you know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I, I know O line's not a sexy pick, but it's hard to find good tackles. And he's no, like the best is. left tackle to come out in like the last ten years, maybe fifteen. It is. No, the thing is, young. If I'm playing Madden, I'm going to get the tackles, dog. I'm going to get the tackle. Like you know, what I'm saying you got to have your line straight, or you, you know, you just going to hey, get sacked yeah. all the time, right? But like for a team like Cleveland, offensively, they have so many holes. One tackle is not going. You ain't got the answers, man. It's you ain't got the- nothing. It's not going to do nothing, in my opinion. It's not going to do nothing. Another thing that destroys teams is thinking you can rebuild it in one year. You got to just take the little pieces you can get where you can get them, and hopefully get better. Like that's what killed the Redskins for so long, trying in one off season to be yeah. able to take like the the splash guy or the big, you know what I mean, big play guy when you got to build kind of from the ground up. Well, well, but this is the thing. Okay, if that's your mentality, then you need to trade back and get more picks. I yes. agree with that. They, they, they need like, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. like, it's even one or the other. Like, if I'm just going to go, I'm going to go with the the the, the, the Bama who's going to make the, the greatest impact for my team. And if I can't get him, then I got to trade back and get other players, like get more players to add to the add to the team. Add like more good, solid players that can come in and develop and add to add to the mix. But I mean, to me, I think like Jalen Ramsey probably is the best. The left tackle is probably number one, the best player. Then after that, it, because quarterback so so critical, I don't even think Carson Wentz the best player coming out in the draft. I think Jalen Ramsey is, but. For quarterbacks and their value, 
you got to put Carson Wentz in that 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 spot. You know what I'm saying? Just because of their value. And then Jalen Ramsey. But I mean, it's going right. to be interesting, man. I think something going to happen this, this yeah. draft. You know? I think, I I think, think the, something. I feel it. I think the best thing that could happen to Cleveland is if Tennessee doesn't doesn't get anybody to trade with them. They, they pick the tackle. And then they're sitting there at two. They can get Wentz. Or I'm sure teams at that point, because number two is a lower value, that someone's going to want to probably trade with them to get to number two. And then they can get more picks and build off of that. You know what I mean? So that'd be the best thing for Cleveland. But real quick, my quarterback dog horse. Everybody know nobody's really talking about him. I don't know why, but Cardell Jones. If, my he man. Can, if he can sit for a couple of years behind a good quarterback, I'm trying to tell you. Bang, bang. Hey, I'm with you on that. That's my man. <laughs> hey. That's my man. No one's talking about him. No, everybody's talking about Lance and Golf and and Connor Cook and Hackenberg, whatever his name is from Penn State. Hey, look. <laughs> nobody, nobody's talking about Cardell Jones. Why is that, though? Why the is never that? lost a game, ever. I never think, lost I, a game. Never lost a game. And I, I don't know if it's because he didn't have... I mean, he won that national championship against, what was it, Alabama? I mean, that juggle looked ridiculous. He looked stellar. And he looked human this year in, in college football. And I don't know if that's why, you know, people are not talking about him. He did get benched, I don't, you know, for, in certain situations. So I don't know. I mean, that's probably why he's not being talked about. But at the end of the day, don't forget how great this dude potential is. Like, if somebody gets him in the second or third round, they then came up. So, like, Cleveland can't get – if they don't get a quarterback at number two, they can wait and maybe get, like, a Cardell Jones. I don't know. I mean, it's possible in the second round. They talk about him maybe falling to, like, third, fourth, or fifth, maybe even what? the second day. Yeah, no. yeah now that, that's that's stupid. Disrespect. That's 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 he silly. fell from grace like that. No way. No, what did they do? They put him on a blacklist. What, and I feel like doing, yeah? Urban Meyer's not taking enough of the hit for this. You can't go into a season, especially after the Bama came in and destroyed college football for like three games after never playing as a freshman. And then you go talk into the offseason talking about I don't know who my quarterback is gonna be, even through like training camp and spring ball. Up and let me create more. Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of my moment? To me, you got to pick a guy and let the guy be the guy. Right. And I feel like that's part of what had something to do with the way he played this year versus uh, last year and the year before. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Dang, no. They said third or fourth? Nah, dog. It can't might happen. Get a steal. If they get him in the third yeah. round, hell yeah. <laughs> he must be a terrible interview. I don't know what he did, but... I, I don't know what he did. <laughs> he got he got a hidden indictment against them or something. I don't know what's going on. If I had a late one, and I'd be like Al Davis and forget what everybody else talking about, and I go take because I think if you get him with the right person, like the right teacher, right coaching, <laughs> I think he got a chance to be vicious in the league. Yeah, his potential is through the roof. He got the he once again, young. He he built for the league. He league he, he league ready. Like his size, arm strength. I, I didn't get to see his pro. I didn't see this see his pro day. How was that? I watched it. I mean, it was solid. It wasn't. He didn't do anything that I felt like should have made him like keep falling the way he's falling. I, I don't know how to explain. No idea. Yeah, well, we're going to be watching. Uh, we probably going to be talking draft talk next week. we probably talk about uh, what our team needs are and what we hope to see our team draft because uh, that's coming up. Uh, moving ahead, the Warriors, 
They down here to the last stretch uh, of the gauntlet, 69 and 8. And this is probably the most entertaining this part of the season has been. I mean, of course, you know, teams vying for the playoffs, but for the most part, like, the main teams is already in. So the Warriors are trying to make history right now. At, at 69 and 8, they can afford to lose one more game in order to beat the record. They got five games left. Mm. And they can afford to lose one more game in order to uh, beat the uh, 72 and 10 record that the Bulls set. Now, this last stretch of games is kind of tough, though. I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they play Minnesota tonight. Then they play the Spurs on Thursday. Mm. Then they play Memphis on Saturday. And then they turn around and play the Spurs again on Sunday. And then they play Memphis on next Wednesday. Young, I, I don't. They, the one, <laughs> it might come down to the very last game. Real talk, because if they, if they, they're gonna beat Minnesota. I'm pretty sure they're gonna mudhole Minnesota tonight. Cook them. Then they're gonna get up for. They're gonna get up for Thursday against the Spurs because they're gonna know like, yeah, you know, we gotta take care of the Spurs. So they're gonna get up for the Spurs, but the Spurs are gonna get up for them too. So that's gonna be a game. Then Saturday, they so they'll get a day off. They'll get Thursday. I mean, they'll play Thursday. Then they'll get Friday, and then they play again on Saturday. Memphis, um, depending on what Memphis show up, is Memphis even? Well, are they? They in the playoffs, right? Memphis yeah. in the playoffs. So are they in? The, what, what seed are they? But they shut down um, Mark Gasol for the season. Yeah, he's been out. Yeah, he's been out. So oh, so the Grizzlies in the in the fifth spot. They tied with the Trailblazers, and uh, I mean, they need W's too, dog. Because that, <laughs> that they're only two games ahead of the Rockets, who are in the and the Mavericks. in the eighth spot. Yeah, and the Mavericks. Yeah, so they need W's. So they going definitely, they going to come trying to play, um, especially depending on how things shake out. But they going to come ready to play. And then after that, you got the Spurs again. And that's the game I think they're going to lose. I think they're going to lose that game. They don't do good on back-to-backs. And that's a Saturday to a Sunday. And they play yeah. the Spurs. You know what I'm saying? That's when they always kind of falter. Is that game right after a game. They don't do well. <laughs> yeah, that John, that John's going to be tough. That John's going to be tough. If they beat the Spurs them two times, which I, I doubt will happen, um, then they'll get the record, in my opinion, because I think they can beat Memphis. Yeah, in, I think so, given day. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just style this style of play puts them at an advantage advantage to beat Memphis. But them Spurs games, young, that's where all the money gonna be earned at. I, I don't know if the league knew or they is Stern's orders behind the scenes, how you know, <laughs> shaking down like this. It just seemed a little fishy, dog. Just a little fishy. Just like uh no, what, what was it the other day? What were we talking about, Aaron? I think, oh yeah, I remember what it was. It was the Lakers jump with D'Angelo Russell. After oh yeah! The scandal joke came out that night. They had they were they were playing like what the tra- the Trailblazers or somebody, and the spread was like ten, and everybody just knew they was going to lose, and the Lakers won. <laughs> and the was in Vegas was dapping, high five, dabbing in the in the back of the <laughs> came up, dog came up. So I. It's gonna be interesting this this last little stretch. I don't know what the uh, Spurs gonna do, um, but 
that just gonna be like a playoff game. I, I bet it. I put everything on it. It's gonna be like a playoff game. Last two games. Now, if they lose before that, if you Steve Kerr, what you gonna tell the team? You gonna tell them to like go out and get this record, or you just gonna tell them chill because we got the first seat locked up and just you know what I'm saying don't even don't even press. Man, get the record, man. It's history. You may never have a chance to do this again. Get it. You know what I mean? If you can get it early, if you get the three game with the four games early, then you can maybe rest the last the last game or so. But get the record. Aaron, you getting the record though, or you going just chill? Got to do it. You got to get the record. Like you often said, you probably very likely will not have a chance to do this ever again. So you got to do it. And that and that also goes back to legacy. Like people still talking about the seventy two and ten Bulls, like to this right. day. And that was what twenty years ago. So. Right. You got to do it. You'll be in the basketball conversation forever. Yeah, no. So they got, they basically got to come out, mud hole the Timberwolves in the first half, let them go home early, then come back. Then they play the Spurs on Thursday. They got to go in that jump like it's a playoff jump, mud hole them. Then they play the Grizzlies and they got to mud hole the Grizzlies because they likely going to lose that Sunday game to the Spurs. It's not a guarantee. You know, unless Steph Curry just like, you know, put the game genie on or put the power glove on like he's done before and just had one of them nine three games. Like the other night, the Batman hit nine threes versus the champions. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. So unless he had one of them type of games, which I doubt, they'll lose that game. And then they'll have, they'll come down to that last game versus the Grizzlies, um, the final game. And they'll, you know what I'm saying? They'll have to win that jump. So we're gonna we gonna see, you no, know, but I don't, if you had to put a percentage on it, what percentage you got them doing it? I say it's like I say forty percent chance that they get they get the record. Hmm. I think it's more I think it's a higher percentage that they tie the record than they actually get the record. Cause they got eight losses right now. So if they get two losses in the next five games, which I can see happening. But then again, them Bambas have gone on like nine game winning streaks and like <laughs> winning. So. Then they start 29 and up? Yeah, they got it. It's a done deal. I feel like the league yeah. needs it too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, if he gets the jump, who does he automatically get the MVP? Of course. Oh, come on. Not a question. Who else would get it? Yeah, he got to get the MVP. <laughs> this would be, be his second MVP in a row. Yeah, he got it last year. Dang Maybe no. back to back. He got it. Yeah, you gotta give it to him just by default. <laughs> Dang no. And he cooked balance too real. He too real. Too real. So moving ahead, we're going to uh Adrian the problem Broner <laughs> for on Friday. It's past <laughs> Friday. Uh against Theo Payne. Ashley Theo Payne. Right here in DC. Right here in the district. Uh, but what was it, DC Armory they fought at? Yeah. Yeah. I think they fought at DC Armory. So Adrian Broner, he beats beats Ash, Ashley Theo Payne and uh uh it almost like, he, it got stopped. Like, he got the KO. I don't know how many rounds it go, eight, I think, or something like that. It it went it was a little later in the fight, but then he ended up he had to get him in the stoppage. Um and he ended up winning. So after the fight. You know, he doing a post-fight interview, and of course, everybody knows the whole back and forth. 
before I even get in that, what are, what are y'all thoughts on that? Because I know because Adrian Broner had had basically called out Floyd Mayweather and was talking trash, basically saying that he's a snake and he be talking about like he looked up to him, but then he talking about him bad behind his back and all woo 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 woo. And he just then he basically was just you know flipping like, well then you know forget him then like you know f him then whatever whatever. And so then you know Floyd comes like a week later and he's just like calls the Bama uh. What does he call him? He calls him uh, Adrian. He was like, yeah, always, broke. always <laughs> broke. A, B, always broke and all this other and start talking all this regular stuff. Basically like saying, yeah, he, he need to get his money up. You try like sunning him basically like, yeah, you try to give it, help a kid come up. And then he, this is how they do you. You know, I, 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 I told him everything I know. I try to guide him through the game and he just, you know, you never bite the hand and feed you and all like that. Whatever, whatever. So, what was your, what was y'all thought? Like, cause I thought Floyd, I, I was like, young Floyd, you ain't gotta do that, dog. You ain't gotta do that. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to stoop down to his level. The Bama going through a lot. He got got uh, charges and stuff against him. Like, what what happened with that too? Didn't he like try to pistol whip and he turned himself in the day before yesterday? Dang. Yeah, that was that was the that was the boxing commission orders because they were like we ain't gonna have him get arrested before this fight. So Cause that incident happened. Before yeah, dog. Fight. But what kind? What kind? Of, that that's some funny business right there, dog. The Bama had an assault with a deadly weapon and still walking the streets. <laughs> Welcome to America. That's right. Money to oh. be made. <laughs> money to be made. That's the bottom line. Capitalism, but I need that money for this event. And Duh, uh, that jump and just walk in there and we'll try to get a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Put these gloves up, wrap your hands up, let's go. <laughs> Duh, that's justice system 101 right there. I mean, that's the justice system at its finest. Now, nah, if he so, have a fight, he'd have been locked up though. He'd have been locked up that night. Let's yeah. believe that. So, so he fights after the fight, he's up on stage, he's talking with the dude. Uh, dude's interviewing him and he's like he's basically just going through his whole little spiel or whatever but but y'all probably know about this somebody that I look up to somebody that I admire took the chance to do an interview and just talk all bad about me now now I don't know how y'all look at that I don't know how y'all look at it but I don't like it and I wasn't gonna do this but I'm a man that learns from physical activity. So, me and Floyd, he gotta see me. He gotta see me. Point blank, period. And, and, and I'm a man, and, 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 and I come from the streets, the trenches, man. From the bottom, from nothing. I'm talking about watering cornflakes. What? I come from nothing. And I will never Bro, let a man disrespect me about, like man? that. So he got to see me. I don't care if we spar or we fight. Let's get it on. You heard the challenge. Adrian Broner. And then he's like, he calls out Floyd. He was like, I mean, Floyd talking, doing all that talking. He going to have to see me. He going to have to see me. Like, he's like, yeah, he, he, I mean, we can even spar, square up in the spar session or whatever. Like, we can get in the ring, but he going to have to see me. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, is there really... Floyd will beat the brakes off you, Adrian. I just, yeah, I, I don't even know why you even said. Like, I understand he's in a position where he's just trying to like, he, you know, he want to fight and he's trying to like 
you know, bring publicity to his name and stuff like that. But yeah, come on, dog. Right. Come on. The Bama is about to fight some real charges. Assault with a deadly weapon. And they had this Bama on video robbing a Bama and pulling the strap on him. He need that lawyer money. The only way he could be able to pay for these lawyers and sustain his lifestyle <laughs> is to fight Floyd. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what's funny, though? I'm laughing because I was thinking the same thing. That's a way to get paid. But you know when you fight Floyd, you getting paid, win, lose, or draw. So he just throwing rocks at the stone. I he throw need that money. The stone lawyers rocks. need 250000 now up front. Before you, before the, before you even even step foot in the courtroom, beforehand, no guarantees to be the K. Dang. So that's what that was. But yeah, but it like if you Floyd, are you going to even, are you going to even address that? You saw him laughing. You know, right? did, you, did you see Floyd laughing? Yeah, I did. See him he was clapping. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, the Floyd didn't take it serious. He knows how he, knows like, how he, he know what the he know what the ploy is. Yeah, I mean he knows that he he don't take that serious. Floyd, first of all, but like, but this is the thing. Person. But yeah, hold on. But you know Floyd is about that bread. Floyd is about making that money. Right. And if Floyd, right. if Floyd, like young, yeah, the thing is, people will want to watch that jump not just because not on not on for only the reason that it's Floyd, but it's like it's like an internal rivalry. Like it's like brothers feuding type jump. So that would just even make it even more young. The bread that could be made off of that fight would be a lot, though. People would pay to watch that jump. I have thought about Because there's real disdain in that. You think it was staged? I thought about that right after. Well, he's not with Bob Arum no more, so I don't think it's staged, young. It could be. No, I mean between Floyd and A.B. Personally. Yeah, yeah. They always said they would never fight each other, and Floyd got 49 wins, one fight to get to 50, and be done. This would be like the perfect setup. Because there's nobody else for him to fight right now. He whooped everybody. That's yeah, I think Adrian Broner, though, doesn't have the power to fight at 147. That's the thing. He's too, too, too they, small. That's an afterthought. We talking about the money part. Setting up the fight. <laughs> <laughs> they always yeah. put the money in. No, they put money. The Batman ain't go to jail, bro. They're not going to fluctuate the weight classes and do some funny business to get them in the ring together, dog. They'll, they'll make a way. Yeah. Trust me, they'll put a 300-pound sumo wrestler in the ring with a, with a uh, uh, junior welterweight dog for if the bread is big enough. They'll make it happen, you know? Get that Batman liposuction early. Right make now. it happen. I would not pay for that fight. Cause you already know what, what's good. It's gonna be a, a mop up job. Like, dog, he's gonna destroy him, and then they're gonna destroy. dap up and hug each other, and then it's over. Like, <laughs> and then, oh, you got your meals? All right, bet. Look, good look. And that's it. <laughs> fight over, <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah, cause you gotta think about it. Like, Floyd is a promoter now. Like, he has his own. Yeah, but he own, got. You know what I'm saying? It's, his his own jump. So. All he gotta do, like, he gonna get, it's gonna be a, a 80 20 split. <laughs> Easily, maybe 90 10. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 80 20 split. And, and brother gonna take it because that's 40 million he'll never see in his lifetime. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Know. Like, 40 million, even with, a, even with a split that bad, he'll still get 40 million. Yeah, like Mayweather to make, make 100, 150, Mayweather get 150 plus. And he'll get like 40. 
He's killing life. Yeah, this Bama get a hundred million guaranteed every time he does. Every time. That's no, crazy. and then the Bama go get cash out. Like he, he don't even. I want to make a withdrawal. Ten million dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like he don't even carry debit cards or nothing. That Bama just be like, get yeah, cash. With big, swole, six foot five. Bama's just as his as his bodyguards with the hammers. You know how oh, real you gotta be to have millions of dollars in cash. Bama's will take a chance robbing a bank and getting killed by the police, but they will not rob. I have not heard any stories about Bama's running up in Floyd. <laughs> no Think story. about that. Think about it. And you know it's million dollar cash in the house, guaranteed. Yeah, he got to. Guaranteed. Got to have thousands and thousands in that joint. Like this. No, so- Bama got cash. Every little 24-7 joint, the Bama show at least. <laughs> 200 racks every time every episode yeah. at least 200 racks like and the fact that nobody and that jumps right off the Vegas strip and nobody tried no. breaking enter in that jump being e game that jump he got first his men in black war room in that trip first of all yeah. you already know that's the cash cow for Vegas they're not gonna kill the they're not gonna kill him I mean he making too much he made too much money for Vegas I we mean, talking about dust ball battles we not talking about the <laughs> we talking about, <laughs> we, talking about dust ball we talking about a babbit just put his whole rent money on black and then he, he walking the strip I'm gonna give shirt Floyd. off with yeah, a, dirty, a dirty tank top. <laughs> a, dirty, a, dirty, a dirty oily tank top. Walking out what he going to do? <laughs> he got the yak on it, doing everything. He got the yak on it, doing everything. But Drake, he paid away and everything. That's what I'm saying. We talking about one of them type of families, young. What he going to do? He going to be like, he going to scratch his head. Like, you know, Floyd live up the way, young. You ain't going to go up there. You already know he killing yeah. on sight. I best believe. No, that. he probably not. Nah, real talk, <laughs> I, I believe like it's probably happened, Aaron, but Bama's died and yeah. he probably got body counts. They all tell the story. Just, <laughs> yeah, they just chalk it up like, like he he probably has like a he probably paid the trespassing. That's the, all it is. Yeah, like trespassing. Like I can shoot the kill. Do I have the right to shoot the kill? Like, and so Bama's no. Out that fence is a wreck. Yeah, out that <laughs> fence like. Yeah, that joint. Yeah, dog. I took it. He got When the Bama, when the Bama Broner said, I'm a man, I'm a man. When I come from the streets, you know, I came from nothing. He was like, bro, I came from water and cornflakes. I don't know. Probably came from ice soup. Talking about cornflakes and water. That man with yeah. Floyd started laughing and clapping it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, cause it's young. Cause the thing is, he don't have like Floyd ain't he ain't no boxer no more. Like I think he just really embraced like yeah, this promotion jump, it's easy. I ain't got train, I ain't gotta do nothing, got and, I, no and I, I can get all the money. Yeah. Like and I just put these fighters in, and, and he basically is a recruiter. He just picked the, he just find the best fighters, and then just be like, all right, bro, just come up under me. Like I'm gonna show you the road and show you how I do it, and then he just does what Bob Arum did to him, like. Prostitute his boxes out. Now I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's just what it is, though. That's how the business is set up. Uh speaking of just prostituting uh your artists and stuff, dog, you young, did you watch the documentary yet? The uh the outcast jump? What's the jump? Um, organized noise. No, organized noise jump? Young, it's a great documentary, dog. Jump. Jump to just take you right back. Right back. Right back to nine. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's, it's a great documentary, but, you know, um, 
just in that in that industry, you know, they always just take people money, huh? just take people bread, and just give them the you know the three sixty deals and all like that. So, and if you don't know the business, then that, that's just the price you pay, young, to learn, get get your pocket pockets touched. And that's the price you pay. So, I mean, I, the Bama Broner was lunching. I think he was just high on life. You know, because he got the W, but then in the back of his mind, like, yeah, I'm about to go upstate. Let me go ahead and just throw this joint out there. Last but not least, Timothy Bradley, he about to fight coming up. This weekend. Um, Pacquiao. This the third time he fought Pacquiao, dog. Are they gonna have, they gonna just do this until they die? Pacquiao four, Pacquiao Bradley four, Pacquiao Bradley five. Like, these Bamas keep fighting, though. Yeah. They fight a whole lot. So what's it? What's it? What is it? Is it split now? I know Pacquiao won the first one. Then did they have a split decision? Or I think they did have a split decision in one of the fights, I believe. But it, that's a fight that if you want to see a fight like this is slugfest, then you get that fight because it's gonna be a slugfest because. Bradley's defense is trash. Like he just trying to throw punches, and his head's always getting mopped back. But the Bama got a chance, though. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the hits, you know what I mean? So that's gonna be a slug fest. He said he said in his last fight he wasn't he but his mind wasn't right, and he was just just trying to knock him out, like just trying to get a knockout. So I guess he said he changed up his game plan, got a new trainer, he doing things differently. So. He said it's gonna be a it's gonna be a different fight this time. So I mean it's gonna I don't know. Baba Pacquiao, he gonna he gonna take the juice this time, young, cause ever since he's been off the juice, it's been over it's shown. It's shown. Yeah, it's not he, fought, not he fought Floyd, he looked regular. Yeah, his knockout power has evaporated since he got trumped up on particularly you know no, and when he was on the juice i don't and people will be like young why are you saying he's on the juice young you nobody's improved he's been on the juice dog the bam was throwing like 700 punches in a whole bout dog that young you can't bro you can't do that it's not even it but the thing is though it wasn't even just that the bama moved up like three weight classes and still have punching power still like Dropping Bama's like breaking their neck. Like, that's impossible. No one moves it that many. Even Roy Jones moved up and he's punching power disappeared. Like, no didn't one. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't he rig his gloves too when he fought Cotto? No, that yeah. was. No, 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 no. That was, um, that wasn't him. That oh, was yeah, somebody yeah. else. Yeah, he made, he put the mercury in his gloves. So them... <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the joke <laughs> Ain't that you're not going thermometers, though? <laughs> yeah, he put the mercury in his, like, injected that joint to his, like, underneath the wrap. That joint was, like, hitting, like, cement blocks. That Bama Koto's face looked like beat up Calvin at the end of that fight. I was like, tag, gone. That Bama face. Oh, young, dog, you can't, young, boxing, young, I never let my kids box like that, young. They can box and spa, but they can't, like, Nah, young. That jump was crud. Crud. They ain't check my man glove. They ain't know that the Bible was extra. Uh, I had mercury, dog. <laughs> <laughs> that man had, he had an element of the periodic table. <laughs> I didn't believe it, dog. That's crazy. Yeah, he so, did dirty. 
That was real? He really yeah, that was real. Yes, yeah. no. He put mercury in his gloves and it made his wraps <laughs> like cement. So that was, was making... <laughs> retarded if that drink get in your bloodstream. Dog, if you saw Cordo's face, <laughs> couldn't even tell it was Cordo's <laughs> face, <laughs> dog. Like Cordo's like face. Like me. Yeah. My man face, dog. Cordo's face, young, look like a Bama just like like took took the uh, Negan baseball bat to his wig. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing that blew me too. Before we get out of here, young, ain't no spoiler or nothing, young. But the uh, Walking Dead jump blew my life, young. I just had to say it. These Bama's going size up that somebody's going to die the whole. Yeah, young Bama's going to die. Ooh, somebody got to die. Ooh. Then we get to the jump. Then they go first person shooter on me. Right when the Batman's going down, I'm like, yeah, who's who's getting getting Louisville slugging like this? Like you don't even know who died. Now everybody on the jump guessing, oh yeah, young, it's a Glenn, uh, it's uh it's a Michonne, uh, it's a no man, nobody knows. People going back, rewinding the jump, looking at the camera angles, trying to figure it out, doing any mini money mode with the screen and all. Like, no, dog. Like. But, and of course they don't follow they follow the comic all the way so you don't you really don't know who it is do you know but what they said was this is what they said you know that talking dead that, that show comes on afterwards mm-hmm. they said you know how i don't want to divulge too much but anyways but they said was none of the not not even the actors know who died because that last that last scene they they cgi'd it the last part they went like first person shoot like you know doom mm-hmm. basically on you yeah, that joint was it, the way it was done. Not even the actors know who died. What? See, they're yeah. doing too much, dog. So they, they only, only Bama that knows who died is the Bama that had the. That so had Bama not about to get a check no more. So Somebody. they don't know though. <clears throat> yeah, I, I tell you, just check whoever's on the other daytime TV shows. That's who the Bama's <laughs> gonna get X out. They gonna yeah. be like, yeah, you got too much work, so we don't need. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you can't moonlight. Yeah. Dang, man. That jump, but uh, with that said, that's our show. Black Sports 980, BLK Sports 980. Uh, we be back ahead. Uh, what, y- y'all going to LA Fitness tonight? I'm about to go get some shots up. Though I need to go to LA Fitness, though. I no, need to go to LA. Oh, Fitness. You need to sign up. It's only it's only like twenty two dollars a month. Not. I played I played basketball the other day and I like went to the lane and drove on this one Bama and the Bama stuck his stomach out and hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, hold on, dog. And the hey, Bama was just like, huh? Didn't you say they play at uh, the church on Tuesday? Right up the street? What? Oh, Your yeah, church. they do. They play tonight, young. They play tonight. I might have play to play tonight. Ain't nobody going to yeah, yeah. Anybody I know in there? Yeah, 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 yeah. You'll know people in that jump. So yeah, man. But they're in that jump. Yeah. They in that jump. So follow us at Black Sports980. Um you know, uh on Instagram, uh BLKSports980.com. Check us out, rate us on iTunes, all that good stuff. Um yeah, I wanna throw some shout outs in there too. Shout out to all our followers, everybody who's following us, Ralph. Uh, uh, John, the whole crew, all the chat, everybody following us at Black Sports 980. All right, peace. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak!
fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that 